Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Deeper Daily Podcast for the second day of July. I'm Paul White. Thank you for joining me on this Saturday. It is a new month for us. Uh, Well, it's a new month for everybody, but it's a new month for us in what we're going to be studying. New month, this month equals new book. We begin our journey into 2 Timothy today, a journey that um, will be the culmination of the final two letters written by the Apostle Paul. I want to introduce the book today and get you set up for the beginning before we do that, I want to remind you that yesterday on the podcast, we had a long-form Friday. If you clicked over there and saw the DDP was over an hour long and thought, ah, I'm not listening to that, I encourage you to give it a spin. It was a, it was a, a panel discussion I had with three other pastors while I was in a conference in Indiana. I thought their contributions were so good that I did not want to do my... Um, what I've done before, which is just pull my answers to questions. I thought these guys were great, so I gave you the whole thing. Uh, it's just over an hour. I encourage you to give it a, give it a listen. Um, and also, the essay edition, of course, was on the final day of June, so if that's your cup of tea, uh, give that a listen as well. Before we proceed into the introduction to Second Timothy, I want to do what I always do on Saturday, and that's introduce the sermon you will hear on Sunday. I do this so that you get one spot in all of our platforms in which you get some sort of behind the scenes. You get my description. If if all you do is watch our YouTube releases, then you see the videos, you hear the sermons, and you move on. But if you listen to the DDP, you get to hear something about the sermon, why I preached it, what I feel about it, maybe some descriptions and some explanations, a little behind the curtain. The message you're going to see or hear tomorrow, and you can do both because this is video and audio, And it'll be available at our website, it'll be available at our YouTube page, and wherever you listen to the podcast, you can get the audio version. It comes from Hill City Church in Floyd's Knobs, Indiana. This was the Sunday morning in the host church at the end of the conference we did in Floyd's Knobs, the CIM conference with Bishop Jamie Englehart. I did three sermons in the conference. We aired all of those audio only. But I now have access to the videos, and so we're going to put the video up of the Sunday morning encounter. By the way, we are releasing the video versions of the sermons from the conference on our Facebook page, both my my personal Facebook page, Paul White, um, and and you can access them there, and the the, the audio is already up. I'm just letting you know we're, we're releasing one per week of the of the videos from the conference if you wanted the video. The audios are already available wherever you're listening to this podcast. The sermon that you'll see tomorrow or hear tomorrow, about 41 minutes long, was the Sunday morning at Floyd's Knobs. It's titled The Evil Eye. I took the text, the opening text from Deuteronomy 15, in which the only reference to the phrase evil eye exists in the Old Testament, I talk about the evil eye through other lenses, other ways of interpreting, but then we try to look at it through the lens of the Torah and what it had to do with the poor, the stranger, debt release, and loving the others. From there, we take you to Matthew 20, where Jesus gives the parable of the workers in the vineyard, a parable that I end up extrapolating in another sermon later in the month 
and we aired that. We will air that for you uh, also at some point. But the parable of the workers in the vineyard, you know the story. Come work for me. I'll pay you this. And he goes back into town four or five times during the day and and gets more workers. And at the end of the day, he gives the, the workers who did almost nothing the same as he gives the workers who worked all day long. And he says, can't I do what I want with my own? And their attitude, Jesus says, do you have the evil eye? And this is a reference back to Torah. And so I take you almost on a classroom-like journey through the material in the Torah into the material with Jesus. And we land together in Luke 4 where Jesus proclaims the acceptable year of the Lord and his Jewish audience rejoices. But to temper their rejoicing, he then includes the widow of Zarephath and Naaman the Syrian. And these are Gentiles outside the covenant of promise. And the crowd turns on Jesus. This last part of the sermon is a variant of a sermon we did a few months ago called From Awe to Anger. But we, but this the message the evil eye gives me a chance to put a another 20-minute introduction in front of that that I think gives you another way to look at that. You know me. I love to do that from time to time. Check out the evil eye. I think you will be blessed. Second Timothy, here's all we'll say today. Uh, let me read from you, for you Second Timothy 1, 1. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, by the will of God, according to the promise of life that is in Christ Jesus. Let's read to to Timothy, my beloved child, grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and Jesus and Christ Jesus our Lord. We'll we'll deal with those statements on tomorrow's podcast. For today, let's talk about this book. Second Timothy is the last letter we have by the Apostle Paul. He wrote it at some point during his fourth missionary journey, and almost definitely he wrote it from prison, probably between the years AD 64 and AD 68. He was imprisoned in Rome. He tells us that in chapter 1 and in chapter 2. We don't know why he was arrested, but it no doubt had to do with the gospel in one respect or the other. Um, He does make some comments in this book about his trial that he didn't get any support when he had his first hearing. Um, He knew his trial was coming, but he also prophesied that it's going to end in his own execution. So he's been told by the Spirit that this is the end of the run. And he's been abandoned by a lot. He says most of his friends have found it convenient to go somewhere else. He names a couple of people who have been troubling him in the spirit. He even names a Christian who's been a great encouragement to him. At the time of this writing, Timothy is still in Ephesus. Paul left him there at chapter 1 of the first book. He's probably pastoring the church at Ephesus that Paul planted. And we find that the false teaching that Paul addressed in 1 Timothy is still a problem up into the second and third chapters of Second Timothy. And Paul tells Timothy that he'd like to see him one more time before he dies. A couple reasons for Second Timothy seem to be, uh, first, he wants to direct Timothy to come to Rome, and he provides instructions on what he'd like for Timothy to bring to him. But then on a spiritual side, he wants to provide Timothy with sort of a last letter of personal encouragement in his ministry. It's kind of an intimate letter, and it's a a letter that seems like we're getting some insight into the personality of Paul and into the person of Paul as he's facing his death. Um, both of Paul's letters to Timothy really have a, a, a in, provide a lot of important information to his to the protege Timothy, and it gives a little bit of insight into his family, a, good, a little bit of insight into his salvation. 
Um, it has a, a, a big concern for sound doctrine. There's an extremely great meditation. In fact, I'll tell you up front, one of the reasons I did this whole Timothy journey is because one of the most marvelous meditations on God's grace is in 2 Timothy 1. I want to get into it. Uh, the faithfulness of Christ in chapter 2, the nature of Scripture in chapter 3. Second Timothy is really the reason I wanted to study the Timothys. That's a little inside insight. We're going to get into it tomorrow. We'll reread those two verses and start talking about them as we get up and running here in the month of July. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless.